Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. This is part six in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. Okay, so after the heavy, heavy, heaviness of Berlin by Lou Reed. We're going to go super positive and joyous this time around. Even the songs with really strong messages are sweet sounding songs on this record. This is a very special album. Prince once called it the best album ever recorded. Elton John was quoted as saying it's the best album ever made. George Michael cited the album as his favorite of all time. The album was voted the top album of all time by the Yahoo Music Playlist blog. VH1 named it the seventh greatest album of all time in history. Rolling Stone Magazine's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time ranked this at number four and did this in 2020 which says a lot for a record that was released in 1976. We are going to be looking into the 18th studio album by Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. First off, let's pause for a moment and just think about something. This was his 18th (laughs) studio album And at the time he released it, he was 26 years old. That's some pretty impressive math. What's more impressive, though, is the growth spurt of this artist, which many feel hit its peak with this record, Songs in the Key of Life. When you take in the albums leading up to this, he released two in 1972, if you can imagine that. The first one was Music of My Mind and then Talking Book. Uh, Inner Visions came after that in 1973, and then Fulfillingness first finale in 1974, and then finally this one in 1976, back to back to back to back, genius is by all means an applicable word for this artist. As you probably already know, this young man was blind and was also hands-on playing almost every instrument on his records to one degree or another, barring only a few. He also thoroughly embraced the technology at the time and used it despite all of its primitive pitfalls. He hung in there, and he got results from that technology. But I didn't choose this record only because the songs are amazing. I mean, obviously that didn't hurt but there's way more. You see, before starting this record, this man had climbed the musical mountain and made it to the top of the top to such an extent that he literally planned to quit music at this time and simply only do charity work 
from that point forward. His plan was, in fact, to emigrate to Ghana to work with disabled children. What changed his mind was being told that he could be of more help by remaining a musician and bringing international awareness to issues. So he had that fire in him when he made this record. He had a motivation in him when he made this record. So what we hear essentially is a millionaire in his 20s who came from extremely humble beginnings. So he is both in disbelief and subsequently very appreciative of what he has. He, he, he's sharing with the world his life and his worldview from his unique perspective of being on both sides of the fence. The working title of this record before calling it Songs in the Key of Life was actually Let's See Life the Way It Is. Well, with that, let's do that together through this episode of Psychology on Vinyl. This, by the way, is a double album. And he was so creative at the time that it was released with an EP attached as well. Translation, there's a lot of songs. Now, we're going to cover some key ones, at least in my opinion, that psychologically show how this man was thinking and what he was feeling when writing this record. Some we're going to pass over, but they all, by all means, will be on the playlist at the end of this later. So let's go to the first one. Song number one starts the album off beautifully with Love's In Need of Love Today. And right off the bat, you know that this isn't just going to be a collection of R&B or soul or funk love songs. The very first words that he sings on this record are, Good morning or evening, friends. Here's your, friends, here's your friendly announcer. I have serious news to pass on to everybody. And off it goes. The next song sounds like a man totally at peace. And it's a unique sounding song with, with dreamlike percussion and electronic bursts of joy. It's called Have a Talk with God. This, though, is coming from someone who's making it very clear that they're also a realist. In fact, the next song, I'm trying to imagine hearing it for the first time in 1976, but I was late to the party. In 1976, I was four years old. <laughs> this song is, is deep, moving, effective, blunt, but because of the musical arrangement, it's not dark. That's a real skill there. It's called Village Ghetto Land. It's moving and it's electronically symphonic arrangement is essentially the Eleanor Rigby of the 1970s. It's so sad and so beautiful at the same time. Remember, Stevie Wonder, and you know, you could also throw in or say Bob Marley for that matter too. They're artists that found a very special key element in their music. And that element is unity. They are beloved artists internationally by people of all cultures and nationalities simply because they come across as embracing humanity as a whole. But what these artists do, which makes them special, is that they promote that their own culture is relevant, special, and worthy 
but they do it without alienating any other culture from attending the party. That is an art. Everyone is invited, and they become part of your family. Then, when a song like Village Ghetto Land drops, his audience in the suburbs, well, we already trust him. And, and, and it affects them, too, in their heart, because they like Stevie Wonder, because it's clear that Stevie Wonder likes them, too. Now, this may be the best example on this record of a song doing as much as his doing charity work on location would have done. So anyone with a, with a beating heart and without prejudice is left thinking, I can't believe this is going on. What can I do to help? Think of it this way. You know when records go gold or they go platinum because of sales? This went diamond. And it's a double album. Can you imagine that? This double album went diamond for sales of 10 million copies just in the United States alone. So when it comes to bringing the realities of ghetto life in a palatable way into people of other cultures' living rooms, mission accomplished. Let's jump to side two. Wait, you're thinking, what about Sir Duke? How can you skip that? Awesome song, pure joy, but we have to pick and choose to keep this from going too long. So once again, we're going to jump to side two. It kicks off with the bass-tastic anthem of longing for the simpler past, otherwise known as I wish. Again, it's pure exuberance. Then we're treated to the first traditionally themed relationship love song on the record called Knocks Me Off My Feet. Now think about it. Seven songs have gone by on what one might put into the genre exclusively of a 1970s R&B album. Seven songs have gone by before the first romantic style love song happens. This was and is so not typical. Yet after that short breather, we get right back to reality with Pastime Paradise. Again, this 26-year-old pens so much wisdom. For example, they've been wasting most of their time, glorifying days long gone behind. They've been wasting most of their days in remembrance of ignorance, oldest praise. This is stressing the now and the future and not living in the past. There are better things to come. Jumping to side three, we now have the reflection of a brand new father whose joy for his daughter is literally pouring out of him into the record and out of the speakers and straight into your heart. This continues into the next song, which is Joy Inside My Tears. So Isn't She Lovely and Joy Inside My Tears are just a, two beautiful songs in a row. There's something this record does. It, it's kind of like if a friend shows that they care about you, they share their things with you, they give you gifts, and then they say, hey, would you mind hearing me out for just a minute? Of course you're going to say yes, right? Similarly, isn't she lovely starting this, this side of the record and joy inside my tears are our wonders way in track order to basically say, hey, would you mind hearing me out for a minute? 
And of course, we're game. And then he gives us the song called Black Man. Now, Black Man is going to sucker punch you. And I'm going to tell you why. I went into it the very first time I had heard it billions of years ago, expecting kind of a say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud type thing. And yes, that's there. But this artist, again, makes it very clear that he wants to break bread with the whole world, not just limiting himself to the people in his own neighborhood, even though he obviously loves the people in his own neighborhood. In this song, notice what he points out. And yes, all of these things are actually word for word in the song. I'm going to quote some of it. Some of it isn't as PC as it could be because it's describing the color of people. But I think that if you view it in a 1976 sense, it's meant 100% to be complimentary. Matthew Henson, a black man, first man to set foot on the North Pole. Squanto, a red man, first American to show the pilgrims at Plymouth the secrets of survival in the New World. Cesar Chavez, a brown man, leader of United Farm Workers who helped farm workers maintain dignity and respect. Sacagawea, a red woman, great American heroine who aided the Lewis and Clark expedition. Garrett Morgan, a black man, invented the world's first stoplight and the gas mask. Harvey William Cushing, a white man, American surgeon who was one of the founders of neurosurgery. Michio Kushi, a yellow man, leader of the first macrobiotic center in America. Abraham Lincoln, a white man, the Emancipation Proclamation. Harriet Tubman, a black woman, a woman who led countless slaves to freedom on the Underground Railroad. T.J. Marshall, a black man, inventor of the fire extinguisher. Seriously, this song could have been called Say It Loud, I'm a Human Being and I'm Proud. He includes everyone. The gem among gems on side four is the song simply named As. Again, such poetic depth and musical sophistication from such a young man. Here's some sample lyrics. And seriously, I suggest that if you ever listen to this song, follow along with the lyric sheet. It's very worth it. But here's just a couple. As around the sun, the earth knows she's revolving, and the rosebuds know to bloom in early May. Just as hate knows love is the cure, you can rest your mind assured that I'll be loving you always. Until the rainbow burns the stars out in the sky, until the ocean covers every mountain high, until the dolphin flies and parrots live at sea, until we dream of life and life becomes a dream. Change your words into truths and then change that truth into love. And maybe our children's grandchildren and their great-great-grandchildren will tell I'll be loving you always. Let's stop there and just close with a brief summation. What I find interesting the most about this record is that Stevie Wonder sneakily gives us love songs without our predictably interpreting them as being love songs. 
it's funny if this record was called songs in the key of love that would have worked too but here's what i mean have a talk with god is a love song about god sir duke is a love song about the joyousness of music i wish is a love song about childhood memories black man and if it's magic are love songs about humanity summer soft is a love song about the changing seasons knocks me off my feet and joy inside my pain are love songs about relationship love and isn't she lovely is the quintessential i love you song from a father to their new baby so why does this record resonate with people of all generations cultures and backgrounds one it's timeless music sure but the reason goes deeper this music was designed for everyone to enjoy it was musical charity work made to bring people together and to raise awareness brought about by someone who liked you and who you instinctively wanted to like back i think that's why this album is such a feel-good listen as a whole it's all coming from a place of love and it's hard not to love love we have once again arrived at the time on refresher when we present you with a spotify playlist and for this psychology on vinyl series the subject matter is the playlist itself so we have for you this time a refresher podcast stevie wonder songs in the key of life playlist you can find it really easily on spotify just type in refresher podcast dash stevie wonder songs in the key of life and again i'm going to break these into their sides like they were originally intended to be and i'll also even throw in that ep that was originally included with the record upon release so on side one we had loves in need of love today followed by have a talk with god village ghetto land contusion sir duke side two i wish knocks me off my feet pastime paradise summer soft and ordinary pain side three isn't she lovely joy inside my tears black man side four ungigulela es una historia i am singing if it's magic as and another star and again the original lp editions included a seven inch ep titled a something's extra and it contained four bonus tracks saturn ebony eyes all day sucker and easy going evening my mama's call i put them all on there that's our new playlist again you can find this playlist really easily on spotify just type in refresher podcast dash stevie wonder songs in the key of life guys we would like to welcome new listeners to our little show and we got hit hard this week um we're so appreciative and i'm going to try my best not to butcher the names of the places please bear with me if i do 
our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in the United States, in the colony, Texas, as well as in Nouvelle Aquitaine, France, which I looked up and it appears that one can think about this region as the southwest by the ocean region of France, bordered at the south by mountains and the Atlantic coast to the west. It looks beautiful. We also have new friends in Vestra Zotlahan. I hope I got that right. Vestra, Vestra Zotlahan County in the northernmost province in southern Sweden. Welcome. Also in Manitoba, Canada, where one can find a widely varied landscape from Arctic tundra and the Hudson Bay coastline in the north to dense forest, large freshwater lakes, and prairie grassland in the central and southern regions. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Refresher. This show would simply not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you would like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you would like, you could make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. Something as small as 99 cents a month would help out with this podcast. If you are so inclined, that would be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, just please feel free to listen and enjoy anytime. And thank you so much to our subscribers that are monetarily helping out. That is a wonderful thing, and we appreciate you. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.